Hi everybody, Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast, coming to you today, at least, from the sunny and the beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. It's getting hot, you know, this is when I start complaining about the heat, it's already in the triple digits. That's okay, though, I can't complain too much because our our years are like 80, 85%, just absolutely stinking gorgeous, uh, and then we have, you know, five Fire and brimstone. We we have like hell for for at least a good few months. So we're just scratching the surface of that, and it, it'll be over soon enough. Um, but again, coming to you from Phoenix, I've been on the road for the past few weeks, kind of all over the place, getting a little bit of a break here, home for a week or so, and then I'm back at it, just kind of all over the map. Uh, I'm going to be in Virginia coming up pretty soon, doing some stuff there. So if you're kind of in that central Virginia kind of area let me know i'd love to love to meet up love to chat hop i'm going to be in chicago for a quick trip kind of in and out but i will be i'll be there coming up pretty soon too so if you're in that uh chicagoan i don't know if you're in that area let me know if if we can make it happen i would love to meet you face to face shake your hand talk human and organizational performance before we jump into today's episode and we're going back to the basics right we've been covering this for the past few episodes we talked the tenants of of safety differently. We've talked the five principles of human and organizational performance. We've talked the 10 ideas from my latest book, 10 ideas to make safety suck less. So what we're going to do a little bit today is we're going to talk about a little bit about asking better questions. I think that's a great place to go after we've kind of talked these kind of core ideas. Before we jump into that, do me a favor, head over to the website, www. You guessed it, thehopnerd.com and check out everything that I've got going on over there from consulting and help and coaching. I've been working with folks to facilitate learning teams, to coach learning team facilitators. I've been working with organizations post operational surprise to help them with learning reviews. I've been doing some assessment stuff through a new view kind of lens. I've been out doing site engagements. I mean, you name it. It's kind of all over the map. But if you need a little bit of help with your human and organizational performance journey, I would love to be that trusted resource for you. You can get into contact at the website. You can send me an email. The Hop Nerd. Again, you, you probably guessed it, the hot nerd at gmail.com. Really easy, like super easy to get a hold of. You can cruise over to my LinkedIn and uh, you can actually just slide into the DMs. That works super duper easy as well. And then I also have a phone number. Like I, who calls people anymore? Um, but I, I do have a phone number. It's 480-500-8351. So 480-500-8351. You can call and text. You can use all those different ways to get a hold of me. Super duper easy. And even if you just want to catch up and talk about human and organization performance, I'm a nerd. That's what I like to do. You can book some time over on the website to do that or get an initial consult or just get a chance to meet me face to face. I just love the conversations. And speaking of the conversations within this community, make sure you check out thehopcommunity.com, thehopcommunity.com. Dot com. We're focusing on creating connection and conversation and community within the greater community of practice. So totally free. 
go jump in there, sign up for the forum. It is just a forum. And the whole intent is that it becomes a repository of human and organizational performance thought and ideas and resources that's just built by this community. And I can't say a bunch, but it seems like we probably have some really cool stuff getting ready to happen there. Which So I, again, I'll just leave you with that little bit uh, of, of a teaser, but make sure you go sign up. It's, it's growing and it's just really neat to see folks coming together to have some of these awesome conversations. So with all of that out of the way, let's jump in to uh, talking a little bit about having a little bit of a chat around asking better questions and kind of what that shift means through this kind of lens of human and organizational performance. And so much of what we've been talking about with these concepts is how we move forward, right? We're talking principles. We're talking the tenets of safety differently. We're talking about the ideas and actions that we use to operationalize these ideas within our organization. So let's go here and say that we move forward. One way that we can move forward is by asking better questions. The questions that we ask, they're way more interesting than the answer Anyways, so with these better tenants, with these better ideas, with these principles, these these better assumptions, right? That's really what we're talking about. Um, it, rather than letting our kind of more normal biases and assumptions lead us towards judgment and blame, to, especially when things kind of go wrong or we see things that are surprising to us within our work world, these things that lead us towards really boring, and they are boring, surface level, air quotes here, answers, and again, air quotes, fixes, we begin to embrace our curiosity. We seek to understand rather than to judge and condemn. We seek out industrial empathy by learning so, 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 so very much that we can easily, like easily see ourselves in the other person's shoes. And so much of what we do is this. It's this subtle shift from who to what. And, and this seemingly subtle shift from who to what is actually a massive, like massive shift in how we approach things. It's a massive, massive change in our assumptions. We're not seeking out blame. We're seeking out better answers. We're moving from asking, how did this person fail our system to asking the more interesting question of how did our system let this person down? It moves us away from asking who is to blame. Who broke the rules? Who needs fixed? Who needs fired? And it moves us towards what can be improved? What can be made better? What can be made more air tolerant? What can be made less brittle? That really interesting, uh, dare I say, near magical question of what do people actually need to be successful. That's a massive, a massive shift in thinking to maybe the more normal or again, I hate kind of using this word, but a bit traditional views to safety and a lot of other stuff within our work worlds, which has primarily been built upon the idea who done it, how bad was it, what do they deserve, how based off of how bad it was. 
And uh, based off of that, it usually ends up resulting in, well, we just get rid of that person because they're a, they're a shithead. And if we finally get rid of that person, then everything will be well. And that's just not true, right? I mean, that goes back to that kind of old school substitution test. If you want to try to boil that down into something a little simple, which I'm always hesitant to do. But if you want to think about it through the lens of that uh, bit of a substitution test, when you're moving from who to what, and a lot of times we try to cling to that who, who done it? Who's the bad person? Who's the villain in this story? And, you know, who's the hero? We're going to be the hero and we're going to find the villain. If you're hanging on and struggling to that or struggling with that, think about it through that lens that, of that substitution test of, well, if I pull out this operator and interchange them with any other operator, is this event still possible? Is this surprise still possible? And the answer is almost always, yeah, it's still possible because beheading people doesn't actually fix the problem. Right? So, so much of what we're talking about is evolving towards, um, what do we say, more powerful mechanisms of operational improvement, um, more valuable methods of continuous improvement within our organization uh, because we're just not improving if we're blaming we're just not making things better rendering our our work worlds any better if we're just blaming and looking for who so that seemingly subtle shift from who to what is not so subtle at all it's a massive massive change in the way that we think about these things within our organization so so much of this that we're talking about pretty much all of what we're talking about, as we said, is this shift in underlying assumptions, it, moving those assumptions in a bit of a better direction, which takes us towards uh, kind of growing this operational curiosity within our organization. As we say, we want to grow extreme operational curiosity, this extreme operational curiosity that we define as a strong, a strong, unwavering desire to learn deliberately and frequently the operational reality faced by those that GSD, those, those that get shit done, seeking to understand the reality of work, the story of normal work. So as organizations, we can make better operational decisions. The key idea here being that people that actually do the work, you probably guessed it, they best understand the work and all the other crap that goes along with it, all the problems, all the pressures, all the pain points where systems are nearing failure, where things are harder than, than they should be and on and on and on. Growing this extreme operational curiosity is vital to our efforts. But to do that, to do that, we have to slow down and we have to give some time and space for folks, including ourselves, to be curious and explore. We have to ask better questions as we were kind of leading into here right see how this is kind of connecting we have to ask better questions can you teach me how to do this <laughs> what's more challenging than it should be what's the dumbest thing that you have to do working here like you got to do it or you got to you're going to get fired what are we like really good at what are we not so great at what what are the things that make make like make those little hairs on your arm stand up that you know your your spidey senses what are the things that 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 are a little too close to comfort for you, how are things going with and, and on and on and on. And we focus on listening to like actually learn, <laughs> which is, I know that sounds kind of wacky, but it's true. So often we spend our time listening to try to respond, 
right? Listening to try to react. And what we spend our time focusing on with extreme operational curiosity is, is just learning and savoring the, the learning. Not so focused on that I'm listening to respond and way more focused on listening to learn. Because when we listen to learn, right, when we, when we truly listen to learn, better questions begin to naturally emerge, right? Everybody asks for like that list of questions, like give me the questions. And there's some great starting points that we've already kind of talked about. But when you have real deal, meaningful conversations in your personal life, do you need a Scantron sheet with bubbles on it to fill in to be able to have that conversation? Dear Lord Jesus Christ, I hope not, right? Like that, that you, you probably don't, right? You probably don't have to have like a list of questions to go out and have that conversation. When you go out and you engage with someone in your personal life and you have that really cool deep and meaningful conversation, you just kind of super curious. You're not kind of, you are, you're super curious and you listen and you're having this conversation with folks and those questions, that conversation kind of, kind of naturally goes where it should go. And that's what we're talking about, right? That's so much of what we're talking about with this listening to learn rather than listening to respond. So we're talking extreme operational curiosity because we understand that the folks that do the work that actually GSD within our organizations, they're just a wealth of deep, rich, raw, real deal, and sometimes scary information about the reality of work. This reality that we have to seek to understand if our goal is to like really improve. So we move from that who to what, right? That that subtle, not so subtle shift that we were talking about. And we get a lot less judgy and we become like a ton, an absolute ton more curious. So this shift in better assumptions, moving in this better direction with our underlying assumptions, it drives us towards this operational curiosity, curiosity that that drives us to seek out understanding, understanding that helps us discover this industrial empathy, all of these things leading to the emergence of better approaches and tactics that further allow us to further gain this raw, real, and meaningful operational intelligence. It's good, bad, ugly, and a lot of times scary information that allows us as organizations to make better operational decisions. So asking better questions, moving from who to what, practicing, and you do have to practice it, right? You have to practice extreme operational curiosity this move from who to what. And if I'm going to leave you with one thing to take away today to try to do a little bit differently, the next time you come across something in your organization that startles you, (laughs) that leaves you a little bit kind of scratching your head, that leaves you going WTF, that leaves you wanting to ask that whodunit question, try what on for size. Just just give it a shot. You can actually just go out and, and try that. You can just go give it uh, just a little bit of a shot and see how it works out for you. I, I, I will promise you that it will take you in a much more valuable direction. Right? It'll take you towards much more interesting questions. And when you're having those interactions, when you're going out and seeking to ask better questions, just focus on listening to learn rather than listening to respond or listening to fix. That's so much of what we focus on in our work worlds and let those better questions start to naturally emerge. And if you're just not sure where to start, sure, you can use a couple of those kind of conversation primer starter kind of questions that we toss around a bunch, but don't let that just be the end of it. 
just listen and focus on connecting with those people that you're having that conversation with and let those better questions naturally emerge. There you go. There's our, there's our kind of back to the basics for today. We'll continue this with our next episode. I'm not sure exactly where we're going to go. Maybe we'll dive down into learning teams a little bit and talk some of the basics of learning teams as we continue our back to the basics journey. If you know of folks that would uh, find this stuff valuable, uh, especially folks that are beginning on their journey, make sure you share these episodes with them. Point them in the direction of the website, thehopner.com. There's tons of these kind of ideas listed in the resource section, in the video section, all that stuff you can just download and send and use and kind of do all that stuff. I keep some of it over on YouTube as well. And also point them in the direction of thehopcommunity.com. There's tons and tons and tons of folks out there, leaders and hop practitioners and safety folks, and you name it, kind of approaching these from varying directions, working internal to organizations to bring these concepts to life. It's a great place to ask questions. And that community is small, but growing and growing and growing every single day. So tons of resources out there. And that's the entire intent behind going back to the basics here on the podcast is for us to kind of recenter those of folks that have been around this for more than a second to kind of recenter on some of the basic ideas of human and organizational performance. And then also to provide that resource for folks that are just starting to kind of scratch the surface on their journey. So make sure you share that helps an absolute ton point them in the direction of the book, 10 ideas to make safety suck less available on Amazon and audible. I appreciate all the feedback on that book, man. I just get like emails like all the time and people tagging me in it. And like, you know, just pictures of them, like reading the book in all these really beautiful places around the world, which I think is just amazing and, and on and on and on. So if you've read it and you appreciate it, you enjoy it. I'd love to hear your stories. And if you have a few seconds to go over and leave it some reviews on Amazon, that helps me like a bunch as well. Again, to continue to spread this message of human and organization performance far and wide, well beyond our kind of community proper. It's, it's just awesome to see so many folks finding their way into this community and then seeing this community embrace those folks on their journey and help them. It's just awesome. I, I, I love, I love this community. Can I just say that as we kind of end, I really do just love this group of folks and just this vibrant and diverse and amazing, knowledgeable group of folks out there working, working to do things just a bit better. That's all I've got for today. Until next time, it is Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye.